Welcome to Sales Enabled, the podcast for salespeople, sales leaders, and sales enablers everywhere who are committed to making the sales profession better for everyone involved. Hey everybody, in episode 14 of Sales Enabled, I'm speaking with Kevin KG Gaither. KG helps leaders at early stage tech startups avoid mistakes when growing their sales teams. Having built sales teams from 30 to 550 salespeople, often starting from zero, KG knows a thing or two about how to hire good sales talent. As a result, this podcast is all about helping salespeople who are looking for their next role, whether that is because of being impacted by the recent rounds of redundancies or simply because they've decided that this is the time for their next adventure. Whatever the situation, the techniques and ideas that KG shares in this podcast will certainly help you in your job search. Without wanting to give the game away too much, we discuss why you need to have a job search mission statement, how to effectively enroll your network in your job search, and how to ensure your CV or resume gets straight to the top of the pile. Let's head over to the show. All right. KG, welcome to Sales Enabled, my friend. How are you? How's, uh, how's life treating you? I'm great. Living the dream. Thanks for having me on the show. I'm happy and grateful for everything I've got in my, in my life, Dan. Thanks for having me on the show. Nice place to be. Gratitude. If, if things are going well, then uh, I, 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 congratulations. You've, you've clearly you. done something better in a former life. <laughs> Karma's <laughs> repaying you. I think you're right. <laughs> it's Car- not Karma's repaying you entirely. You still have to work with salespeople. Uh, so <laughs> that is true. It's like, um, herding, it's like herding cats sometimes. Exactly. Exactly. But no, great, great to see you. I know we've got a, a huge topic to cover today and, and one that's especially timely. And that is, we're going to be talking about job hunting. And I know there's a lot of people, I see it on LinkedIn all the time. So you have lots of people finding jobs. They say, oh, you know, 300 billion applications sent out, you know, ghosted a a million times. Um, And then people finally getting jobs. So we're going to talk about that. How do we, how do we help salespeople identify roles, get into roles and ultimately be successful in the hiring process. But before we get there, Talk to me about that little sign that's just over your right shoulder there. I think it says suck less. Um, <laughs> yes. Is that a well, subtle message for salespeople? <laughs> yeah, but it's very, it's very polite. It's suck less. Thanks. You know, oh. it, it's, it's really my reaction to, uh, it's my reaction to uh, the, you know, try harder. I'm like, I just rather that you just suck less. Yeah. <laughs> Don't it's, try harder. Just, just, don't suck as much as you've been sucking. <laughs> how, how do you, so you, I'm guessing salespeople call you and try and sell you stuff as well. I get, you know, sellers calling me and it's one of those ones where you're like, oh, my job is to train and coach salespeople. Do I have to coach you if you suck on the phone? Like what's, what's your take on that one? I used, so I love helping people, Dan, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's what switches me on these days. Um, and for a long while, I did that. I would say, hey, look, this is what I do for a living. Can I give you some guidance on this? You know, whatever. <laughs> and honestly, it just, it lands flat because they're doing their job. And there's yeah. a handful of people that will take that. Um, there's somebody on LinkedIn, Leslie Vanettes, that actually posted about this recently and how she took time. She takes time to like go back to these people that are spamming her on LinkedIn to say, hey, you know, maybe you should try it. This, da, 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 da. And I'm like, why, why bother, you know, put the time 
into the people that, that you're invested in, you know, your employees and peers and friends and things like that. But the random strangers, it's like, you know, bless your heart, <laughs> bless your heart, move along. <laughs> exactly. But no, I, lo- I love the message. Chuck Lester, thanks. Uh, the the thanks. politeness wraps it nicely and puts a little bow on it. That's right. Um, that's 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 my sense of humor right there. So that's great. So let's yeah, let's talk about job hunting. So you know what's the, what's going on in the world. The world is uh, this isn't in every industry, but I know you've got experience in the tech industry as well, and lots of people finding themselves back in the job market. Uh, an abundance of talent, uh, very good talent as well. It's not just you know the the bottom uh, you know quartile, um, but this is people from all over every single level of experience re-entering the job market. They're obviously being a finite number of roles. And so competition is high, right? So competition is high. And so the goal for this uh, session really is to help figure out how do we be more successful? How can we be more successful in our job hunting? And I know you've got a very sales centric approach on it. So keen to keen to get your take on it. How, just just quickly, how, how did you get into this kind of job hunting job seek uh seeking 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 coaching well, how you put a seeking and coaching together there we it, go right so, exactly it's so started early this conversation the... about coffee i should maybe yeah, i was gonna say it's so early in the morning <laughs> for you out there no i'm kidding um well no in, in fact uh I, I really shouldn't even be talking to you at all about this it's not my focus my focus um for the last several years has been helping leaders cfos sorry ceos and sales leaders vps of sales cro's at early stage tech companies, avoid mistakes, the mistakes that I've made in building their sales teams in you know all, all different areas there. So mm. why am I having this conversation about job search? Well, the reality is two things. One, in this market, I am getting hit up every single day, multiple times a day by people saying, Hey, KG, can I pick your brain? And Hey, KG, you know, I'm looking for a new sales job. Do you know anybody that's hiring? Hey, KG, I just got laid off. You know, can you help me look for a new, a new opportunity? Um, and so, and so that's number one. So this, you know, people are asking me for my help, but number two, and this is the most important thing. I've been a sales leader since 1997. I'm sorry, I'm in sales. I can't do the math on how long that actually is. I can tell you that I've hired thousands of people and I've been on, I've run my own recruiting business. I've been the hiring manager doing the the recruiting myself and the hiring myself. So I know what good looks like. I know who makes it through to the end at one of my previous companies, Dan, Take a guess at what percentage of the applicants got a job at my company. Take a guess at what percentage. So if if somebody applied, what was the percentage chance that they would actually get a job working for me? Take a guess. How how long ago was this? This was probably five years ago. Okay. So decent amount of competition, maybe one in 10. Let's say that. Let's say, you know, 10% hiring. Yeah. And that would be nice. It was 3%. Okay. You think it's harder now or do you think it's easier now? It's definitely tougher. Yeah. There's a lot more competition. Yeah. So even, so I was hiring salespeople in an environment where there was still 
not a lot of talent. The war for talent, the competition was on. And even still, I was only hiring 3% of the applicants. Now it's even more difficult. So now you've got, let's say, a 1% chance, okay? But because of my experience being a sales leader for nearly 30 years and being on the hiring manager side and running my own, you know, sales recruiting business, I've, I've become compelled, compelled to, to give back to this community that has done so much for me to help these job seekers suck less at their, at their, at their job search. Cause let me just tell you, Dan, they're frigging awful. They're so bad at job search. So let me, you know, that's my rant. Are we done? No, if you're ranting, my job is just to keep you going. I love it when we get into a rant, but you're right. It's, it's, it's a challenge. And you know, one thing we talked about last time is we're salespeople, but we, all of the sales skills that we have go out the window because we think that job searching, so seeking, I'm going to try, I'll pick one word down and just use it. Job seeking uh, is, is completely different to sales. And I think you've got some, some yes. elements that you say it's, it's, it's actually very similar. Yeah, there's, there's, there's no, no question about it. Searching for a sales job is much, much different than an engineering job. And, you know, and to be clear, I'm talking about the entire soup to nuts, the whole process in and of itself, looking for the job, applying for the job, interviewing for the job, negotiating for the job. These are all, and honestly, I don't know what it's like to get a customer service job. Okay. So sorry, I can't help you there. I don't know what it's like to get a software engineering job. I'm, I'm assuming that, you know, unemployment and software engineering is still unbelievably low, but you know, I, I don't, I don't know what that's all I know is searching for sales jobs. People tell me that there's some similarities and some tactics and strategies we can use from the things we'll discuss later for other jobs. But all I know is sales. And that's where this is called sales enabled. So we're, we're in the right place. If it yeah, was customer perfect. service enabled, then I'd have nothing to comment either. <laughs> yeah, there, there, there you go. Chirp, 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 chirp. So, chirp, chirp. so how do we do this? So, you know, we're 3% five years ago. We're probably, like you said, you know, if you see some of the reports on LinkedIn, we're less than 1%. Recruiters are yeah. so swamped that they're not even able to get back to people, give them feedback, even proper rejection. It's just mass. So, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to imagine somebody, you know, and I've got a few people in mind, if you actually no, let's take me. If you were coaching me, like where where do we start? What's the what's the what's the what's the step? What step by step process? How do I get my my next dream sales job? Hundred percent. So um, th- first, let me just <laughs> let me just go back. You know, you want me to rant? Here I go. Normally, <laughs> and and you know, Dan, you're you're probably better at this than that. But let's. I'm going to poke fun at you anyway. You likely would have reached out to me uh, that, and it would sound something like this. Uh, hey, Kevin, you know, I sure like your posts on LinkedIn. Thanks for connecting with me. If you know of any sales or account management opportunities, please let me know, exclamation point. Okay. You likely have reached out to me like that. Or you likely reached out to me, hello, Kevin. I'm an experienced sales professional who has five plus years of sales experience. I'm a quick learner who is personable, results-driven, and very motivated to succeed. I have experience with multiple CRM systems, including Salesforce and Centrix. I am seasoned in SaaS sales, business, and mortgage loans. I am customer-centric and always focused on growth. Would you be able to help me find a sales role? Okay. This is the kind of junk 
This yeah. is the kind of junk that I'm dealing with. Why is that junk? Because I don't know how to help you. I don't know how yeah. to help you. I'm going to play with you a little bit here, Dan. Forgive me because I know it's late where you're at. <laughs> Why can't I help you? So these people have said, have reached out to me. Hey, KG, can I pick your brain? Those were real messages, by the way. Those were real messages yeah. from real no, people <laughs> that have reached out to me. And why can't I do anything with those? Just take a guess. So I guess if I'm listening back to them and replaying those, I, what do you want? Like this, you've told me everything that's about you. You've given me your, your kind of life story, but that was the past. What do you want next? What do, you, what do you want next? Hey, KG, I'm looking for a sales or account management job. Know of anybody hiring? Um, yeah. <laughs> do, yeah. Do you want to do you want to sell industrial paint? Yeah. Like there's jobs in that industry. Uh, there's jobs that are located in Hawaii. Do you want to move to Hawaii? Uh, you know, do you want to be selling in a, you know, in a kiosk, in a mall, like selling mobile phones? Sure. Yeah. I, I, I know of jobs. Is that what you're wanting? And so let me, let me back this up to really put a point since we're in sales enablement, you're in sales enablement. If you had a VP of sales that you were responsible for, and this person came to you and just said, um, hey, train my salespeople. And you were like, you know, enable my salespeople. And then just started to walk away. You'd be like, whoa, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute. Like, what's our goal? What's our mission? What are we trying to accomplish? What products do you want me to, to you know, to train them, train them on? And they just looked over their shoulder and just said, eh, just whatever, just train them, just enable them, just create enablement. You'd be like, this person is a dummy and they have no sales strategy. They have right. no sales strategy. Okay. So where's this apply? Of course, you see where I'm going with this. The vast majority, 99% of the people that I talk to that asked to pick my brain in this capacity, Dan have no job search sales, job search strategy. They don't have a strategy. Okay. Yeah. And I call it the sales uh, job mission statement. Okay. Cause I go, you know, in the old statement, you know, the old adage goes, Hey, look, if, if you don't set a goal, you'll hit it every time. Okay. So you're training exactly. for a competition right yep. now. I guarantee you that there's a certain weight that you need to cut to, to be in the division, but then you also have some other goals that you're trying to accomplish with respect to like, you know, your measurements and in, in, you know, various pe- you know, parts of your body and things like that, biceps and all this kind of stuff there. Great. So then what's your strategy to go about getting there? I, I don't know. I'm going to lift a little bit. I'm going to cut some, that's, ridiculous but yet in our job search what end up people end up doing dan they just go on linkedin or google jobs or indeed or zip recruiter which are great platforms nothing yeah. against them and they just start typing sales jobs and then they just click and apply and click and apply and click and apply and click and apply uh, and they're like god i applied to 100 jobs and no one's getting back to me well yeah of course you literally you're, you're not a good you know it's not a good strategy so first step of course, is having a, a good strategy. And this is written out. And I, uh, is there a video that goes along with this? Uh, yeah, we're going to do the video. And if you've got any handouts as well, we can put them in. Show okay, notes good. Or something yeah, absolutely. Them. The sales, uh, sales uh, job seeker mission statement. I'm going to share this, you know, really briefly. So here's the, you know, people that I'm harshing on with their, their messages here. Perfect. And the goal of the mission statement is to get very, very clear on exactly what the candidate is looking for. 
in their next mm -hmm. opportunity. And the next opportunity yeah. is or can be defined by several things like the location of the company, the type of role, the work hours, the types of benefits are available, both cash and non-fat. Hey, I got this great job for you, but there's no benefits. Oh, well, that's not interesting to me. You know, yeah. the vacation policies, the type of product, do you want to be in SaaS still? Or are you fine selling industrial products or financial services? What, what do you think the company culture is to, you know, defined by? And it's up to the, the job seeker to define this. And, we'll, and I'll describe why that's important. And here's, here's an example. These are some people that I've helped. This was my old one. My mission is to find a fund fast-growing, pre-IPO, B2B company, ideally in LA, but open to relocation, where I can build, fix, or grow a sales team as the head of sales and get paid well for doing, doing so in the form of current compensation and stock options. Relatively industry agnostic, must have and want a heavy go-to-market inside sales strategy. And your viewers mm -hmm. can see some of these other ones. This one here is, was literally an Olympic, uh, a, a guy who's training for the Olympics. And he yeah. actually needed flexible schedule, 30 plus hours, but he also needed a base salary and health and vision benefits. And I'm not a recruiter, but I was actually able to help this guy get a, get a job. Why? Because when he reached out to me originally, I couldn't help him. I just need a sales job. Could you know of anything? Yeah. And I said, stop, you're an idiot. We need to do something better. Suck less. And, and so I said, go, do, go, go do your homework and produce this mission statement for me. And that will then help me and everybody else that you reach out to, which comes, which comes to the next step, by the way, everybody else that you reach out to helps them understand how they can help you because it becomes very, very specific. Now, yeah. as you probably know, being in sales for as long as you know, as you have a sales strategy that looks something like this, here is the phone book, call everybody in the phone book is a bad strategy. Why is that a bad strategy, Dan? Well, the phone books used to be really big when I was a kid. <laughs> but you, you have no one, idea, like, who are you going to call? One, because the phone book doesn't exist any longer, yeah. yes. <laughs> exactly. But um, yeah, there's no targeting. Like, how, how am I going to target it? We're just going to go alphabetically. Exactly. But what you, what you just shared there, KG, is, is really interesting. Because I remember it took a few years ago now that I started, you know, I, I changed roles. and I, I was in a hurry. I was, you know, took my time to, to try and find something. I was, I was lucky at the time. I was, you know, not in a rush, but it was, it was actually going through those conversations with different recruiters that I was able to identify what my mission statement was, my job search mission statement. And I gradually got more and more confident in asking for it. You know, it was, it was one of those things that, okay, well, I need to have this. I need to have that. I've just become a parent. So I need flexibility. I need to work from all those kind of things. And gradually you build up all of those criteria. And I guess, you know, in, in that criteria, there's a list of must haves. And then there's a list of nice to haves or negotiables. And, you know, you can, you, you weigh those up. You weigh them yeah, up. Yeah, 100%. You, you want to work weekends as a parent? The answer is no. <laughs> you know, do you want, to, you want to work the day after Thanksgiving? You know, in the United States, that's a big retail day. You know, yeah. like, no, I don't want to work the day after Thanksgiving or the day after Christmas or, you know, any of that yeah. kind of stuff here. Here's a stat for you, by the way. I did a survey. Mm. I did a survey of uh, on LinkedIn and I wrote, you're looking for a new sales job. What do you fear the most? 
And here were the four options, positioning yourself properly. So in other words, do you fear positioning yourself properly? Do you fear being rejected? Do you fear selecting the wrong job or other? Do you want to take a guess at what was the overwhelming answer? So do you fear positioning yourself properly? Do you fear being rejected? Do you fear selecting the wrong job or other? What do you think the overwhelming I have to say, the salespeople, I'm hoping that the rejection isn't it, but I'm scared it's going to be. So I'm going to go with the third one, which was choosing the wrong job. 100%. Selecting the wrong job. Of course. Of course. 74% of the respondents yeah. said that. Okay. Yeah. And, and so that's why I go, well, if that's the case, if you're so afraid of selecting the wrong job, then you'd better have a good criteria for what the right job looks like. Are you picking exactly. up what I'm putting down? Yeah. Because then, you know, going back to your phone book item, you know, if you don't know what the right job is, you're just throwing darts at something completely random. You're going to hit something random and how you yeah. know you're going to like it. So yeah, you absolutely got to get those criteria in place. Love yeah, it. that's right. Now my, my, the job seeker course, uh, the sales job seeker course that I have, uh, that I, that I'm creating, you know, right now and should be available within the next, you know, 30 days actually has like six steps to it. Yeah. But these these, the, the first three that I hope we were able to talk about in the next 20 minutes are the most critical, are the most critical. And the mission statement literally is, is tip of the spear. If you mess that up, don't even bother, you know, close it now. Like don't even bother with a job search because you, now you're just, like you said, throwing darts up on the, up on, uh, up on a, the dartboard and just hoping that you hit a bullseye. So let, me, hoping. Let, let me, let me, let me, as your slight challenge on this one. So, so when I was looking, I was probably in that kind of 3%, 5% element, um, you know, didn't have the massive uh, pressure, but I felt I was being quite audacious in my ask, especially as I got towards the end. Recruiters, well, I was like, how much, you know, what are you offering? And I was getting, uh, some people would say arrogant, but I was getting clear. I'd say I was getting clear. Um, yeah. And it got to a point where I was like very confident. I could say, okay, you know, recruiter contact me. This is what I'm looking for. This is what I want. This is the overall thing. What can you do? Um, and, you know, so it started landing. Now with the pressure on, what would your advice be to people who say, well, isn't that a bit unrealistic? Shouldn't I just take anything that I can get? No, absolutely not. You know, look, I I'm not a psychologist or a therapist or anything like that. But like, do you really want to be selecting a job just to have a job to, you know, to, to then for the next 18 months until the economy, 24 months till the economy turns around, like you're going to be miserable, like for mm. like first 90 days or the honeymoon, but you already know you hate this place. Like, don't, don't do that to your, to yourself. You know, it's sort of like people used to say to me, KG, why are you spending so much time trying to hire a players? Why don't you just go hire like four or five B players and not like hold out for the A players, you know, like, because yeah. my job becomes so much easier when I focus on what an A player looks like and hold out for the A player. Yeah. So even in this environment, now, look, let me put a caveat on this there. Okay. If your financial situation, Dan, is such that you must have a job tomorrow because you are living paycheck to paycheck or, or worse than that. Like you're, you know, pulling money out of your retirement plans or putting a bunch of money on your credit card. Okay. That's a different situation. And it's like, okay, you're different. in a situation where yeah. you, you have to take whatever you can get. Okay. And so I want to be respectful of some people that are financially not in a, not, not in a healthy position, you know, there. Okay. So it kind of, kind of doesn't really apply. You just have to take, but, but, okay. but I still think, 
that you should still get really, really clear on what you're looking for because, and it's the strangest phenomenon in my entire life, I've realized this again and again and again. The clearer you get on what you want, the more the universe rewards you with those types yeah. of opportunities. And and th- let me, let, let's move on to, because I think it'll make more sense. Because when I talk to these job seekers, sales job seekers, and I say, hey, create your mission statement. And they're great. I did it. And so what does that result in? It results in like a 27 second elevator pitch. I'm looking for a da 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 type of company with these characteristics in an elevator pitch. And I yeah. tell them, just do that. And then we'll reach out and we'll talk again. Okay. Well, what do we do with that? Okay. What do we do with that? This is where I then say, Dan, what, start writing down a list of names of people that you've worked with, former bosses, professors, business acquaintances that like you, you know, write, start writing down a list of names and you'll likely come up with 24, 27, 30 names. You'll be able to quickly write out names of peers of yours that you used to work with at your current or previous company, former bosses, bosses, bosses that liked you, you know, the VP, the CEO, or, you know, whatever. And, and, and you, and I think about this from this perspective, would you feel comfortable enough? These are the kind of people where you'd feel comfortable enough to reach out to them and say, Hey, Jane, we worked together at the previous company. Can you, you know, can you help me out a little bit? And these are the kind of people who are going to go, Oh, of course, (laughs) of course I'd help you out. Okay. Now stop. Well, no, let's go on. This is where you literally take your, 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 um, mission statement and you do one of two things with it. It's not complicated. You either cut and paste and put it right into your LinkedIn message, your text message, your email to this person. Hey, can you help me please? I'm looking for, and just cut and paste your mission statement right into the message to them. Okay. I actually worked with a job seeker just a couple of weeks ago. She got a job at um, Workday up in Northern California. She's in Colorado, by the way. She got a remote job. She took the mission statement exercise to the next step. She made a little video out of it. So people could Mm. see her face. And so she's sending this message out to the people that she knows to see her face with a big smile. And she goes, hey, Dan, uh, I was hoping you can help me out. I'm looking for da-da-da-da-da. And they see her face. They see her positive energy. Um, And she got a job and called me up and was like, KG, I just wanted to thank you. Like, thank you so much. And I asked her what she did. And I'm like, wait, you took the mission statement. You made a video out of it. And then you sent it. She told me, again, this is a job seeker using my techniques. She told me that she had made this list of 30, 35 people that she had worked with in the past. She was only able to get through 15 people before she had plenty of job opportunities. And she stopped plenty of job opportunities. This is where I'd like to stop. And I'd like to say to you, Dan, many people that I'm, you know, that I coach job seekers find it difficult to ask for help. They find it difficult Mm -hmm. to reach that handout. It sounds desperate. I'm asking too much. It's rude. It's inappropriate. You know, all this kind of stuff. You know, you Brits are so, you know, formal, you know, I'm just kidding. Very. <laughs> um, and, and, I, and I challenge that, Dan. And what I like to say to you is 
flip it on, flip it on its head. So you've made this list of all these names of people that you used to work with or for and professors and business acquaintances and friends. If any one of them reached out to you and said, Hey Dan, can you help me? I'm looking for. Yeah. If you would say no to that, by the way, they shouldn't be on your list or you're like the most evil person on the planet. Okay. Like you're the most selfish, evil person on the planet. Okay. So like when you put this list together, go, Hey, if professor Jane reached out to me and said, Hey Dan, can I help you? You'd say yes. When and where, you know, guns, money, lawyers, what do you need? You know, I'd be right there to help you. Um, and so that's a great criteria to help you get past this. Like, uh, it's weird asking, you know, asking for, you know, for help. Okay. Now again, there's a bunch of other steps that go along, go along this, but let, but let's stop. I'm sure you want to dive yeah. deeper on some. No, there's, there's, there's some gold neck AJ. I love it. And you know, you made me think of a couple of things. And number one is you, you call it a mission statement. Then you kind of broke into elevator pitch. And for me, when I teach elevator pitch, it's a classic sales training thing is you're not selling directly. I always say you, there's two ways you can use elevator pitch. I can either pitch to you directly, but if I'm at a networking event that comes across as sleazy and you, that yeah. person just, pitching to everyone, nobody likes that person. So I always say do the indirect pitch. And so the indirect pitch is saying, hey, here's what I'm here's who I work with. Would you know anybody? And so it yeah. takes the pressure off the individual in front of you and just immediately opens you up to the network. They don't feel under pressure, but they're like the brain just starts kicking in, say, oh well there's this person, this person. And that's what we're doing, right? We're not pitching that person directly. We're pitching their network and allowing them to very quickly and easily refer you to someone who is super targeted. So I love that. That's I love I, that. Yes. Yes. And uh, when I was recruiting salespeople, you know, either for my business or at, you know, other previous companies as the hiring manager, I would use the phrase, do you or somebody, you know, yeah, would you or exactly. somebody, you know, be interested in something like this. So yeah, I I, yeah. I like that that more subtle approach because it definitely leaves it open to like, well, maybe there's two other people that maybe I should introduce this person to. Yeah. So yeah, amen. Now, now listen, I know we've got, we're tight on time. We've got 11 minutes to squeeze some more goodness out. I know we're, we're kind of two steps in. So I want to see how much we can pull out of you in terms of advice because, you know, people need to hear this. So we got clear on a mission statement. We've made our list. What do I do next? What's what's the best next step for me yes. on my hand? Well, the first thing is for us to just talk about the resume right out of the gate here, the CV. Okay, let's talk about that. And and hopefully those that see the video see the disgusting look on my on my face, okay? There's two things that I have to say about this uh, very specifically. One, don't overvalue your resume. Ah, my resume isn't updated. My resume doesn't look that good. And so that's like preventing me from doing something. Mm-hmm. Let me just tell you, most recruiters will spend seven to 30 seconds or less on your resume. Okay. So it's like yeah. going to a museum and you see the Mona Lisa and you're like, looks good. Move on. <laughs> you know, like you're just <laughs> yeah. moving along. Okay. So, so don't overvalue your, your resume. So that that's number yeah. one. Okay. You need one. You have to have it to apply. I want two things in a resume. One, Tell me what you accomplished, not what your job description was, okay? Mm-hmm. So chalk it full of numbers, rankings, percentage growth, you know, dollar signs, awards. Did you make President's Club? How many years? 
how many years in a row or quarters in a row or months in a row did you hit quota? You know, yeah. those are the kinds of things. If you tell me I was responsible for cold calling clients in the Western Colorado region, I'm going to tear it up. Okay. Yeah. So, um, and I, I met a, I met a recruiter several weeks ago from discord. She got 800 applications for a sales job. I said, how in the hell do you go through all that? And she goes, eh, I, I, I quickly look at it seven to 30 seconds. Um, and if it's lots of words, I just throw it away immediately. Cause that's just disrespectful. Yeah. But if it has charts, graphs, I mean, sorry, numbers <clears throat> and uh, numbers and rankings and all this kind of stuff, I'll give it a, I'll give it a second, you know, look, but sh- they're like moving straight through it. Number two yeah. of the resume. So I want. Tell me what you accomplished, not what your job responsibility is, okay? Numbers, rankings, percentages, all of that stuff, okay? But the second piece to the resume is look at the job description for which to which you're applying and make sure that the keywords that are yeah. in the job description exist in your resume because an applicant tracking system is consuming your resume and ranking it like with machine learning. Like they're, they're going, this one is ranked higher. And why do they do that? Because recruiters get 800 applications and they need to know where to start. So that, so they just sort by the ones that are the better fit, but don't over index, don't overvalue the resume. I am not a resume writing service and there's companies out there where you can do that kind of stuff. But, uh, so, but I would just make sure that it's got keywords from the job description in your resume and you've got, tell me what you accomplished, not what your job responsibilities were. So that's the first piece that we should, you know, squeeze out. Bullet bullet points make it really easy for me to see this is a good match on the good pile, not in the discard pile. Yes. If you're, if you're a salesperson and your resume is loaded full of paragraphs of words, you try hard. (laughs) Suck yeah. last. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. <laughs> I like, it just, yeah, it drives me crazy because <laughs> no one's going to read it. No one's going to look at it. In seven to 30 yeah. seconds, they need to take a look at that. Um, yeah. Then the next step, though, is really, really clear. And I already alluded to this. You're taking that list. So you're creating your, you're creating your mission statement. You're, you're creating your list of names of people that, that you think can help you, 30 names. Um, your mission statement, of course, is this elevator pitch. Basically, that's what yep. it ends up you know, looking like. Yeah. You're then sending that elevator pitch, text, email, LinkedIn message. You're sending that elevator pitch to them, either in real form, you know, word form or in you know, your video form or audio. doesn't matter to me. You're just delivering this mission statement to these, uh, to these people. I can assure you. You're, you won't be able to get through the whole list. People will yeah. be willing to help you. They will then reach out to you and say, reach back out to you and go, I don't know of anything or yeah, maybe you should look for, you know, for this one or, or for that one. And that piece in and of itself is going to keep you busy. And I think you might actually be surprised because somebody will say, hey, <laughs> we might actually need somebody at our company. It's really fortuitous that you had reached out. And that actually happened with another job seeker that I that I actually helped steward her through this. I reached out to a friend and I said, hey, can you help me, please? I have a friend who's looking for da-da-da-da-da. We got clear on her mission statement. And I said, do you, do you or somebody you know, know of, you know, that might be helpful here? And this person reached out, reached back out and goes, oh my God, your timing is perfect. We're looking for exactly that kind of person. Boom, done, closed. She's been there for the last two years. Um, And she's in marketing, by the way. Okay. Um, The next, again, we've had a short short window here for the last piece here. 
Um, and there's so much more that in, in my course that takes you through the rest. But most of the people that I'm dealing with, their problem set is I applied to 100 jobs and nobody, nobody hurt. Okay, nobody yeah. hurt. This recruiter from Discord that I was telling you about, I said, how do you go through 800 resumes? And she's like, ah, seven to 30 seconds. And I said, which ones make it to the top of the pile? And she goes, Good question. Uh-huh. And she goes, oh, super simple. The referrals. They get an they get an an immediate interview. I said, you wow. even look at the resume? Nope. I said, why? Because because the employee at my company is going to be hammering me. What's yeah. going on with the person I referred? Why haven't they been? My, they're telling me that you haven't reached out to them yet. So a referral goes to the top of the pile, and so this takes this cylinder, sorry, this funnel of applications, apply, 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 you know, the zip recruiters, the MTEs and the LinkedIn's and the Google job searches of the worlds. And, and it turns it into a cylinder. So now my probabilities of getting those informational interviews um, go up, you know, tremendously a word about job boards, by the way, they're fantastic. When you have your, a real clear mission and vision of what you're looking for. Great. Find those jobs and apply for those jobs. If you, but just know that if you're just going to be the hundred, 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 apply to, I applied to a hundred today. If you think if that's what you're going to do, you just have to recognize that maybe you'll hear back from them. The job seeker black hole is real, is real. It's like Google, they're all search engines, right? And that's all it is. And it's like going on to Google and go, I feel lucky. <laughs> and you're thinking that the right thing is going to pop up. No, it's learn how to search, learn how to search based on your criteria. Yeah, that's exactly right. And and I'd so say- the referral yeah. line is brilliant. That's that's a great way. And you know, obviously now, I think if you look at jobs on, on LinkedIn, it tells you everybody that you know that works at the company. Well, that's exactly what this other job seeker that I worked with, not only did she reach out to people that she knew, but she's a salesperson. So she's like, well, I'm going to be a little bit more targeted than that. I see a job at this particular company. I'm going to make a guess at who the hiring managers might be at this company. And I'm going to send them my mission statement. Hey, I saw that you had this job and here is my, and here's what I'm looking for. I think I might be a good fit. Um, and she got interviews doing that as well. This is like, was, you know, of course. Was that a salesperson? She was a salesperson. Yeah. Imagine this, right? Imagine you're a hiring manager as a sales manager and you, you want to experience, you want to experience the salesperson doing sales things. That's exactly the kind of person that you're looking to hire. That's phenomenal. That's exactly, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. Oh, wow. KG, I can't believe there's too many, two, two more steps. We're going to have to, it's going to be like a cliffhanger. Um, yes. Listen, I, we've, we've both got a hard stop. Uh, yours is probably far more exciting than mine. Um, but this, and this, this was phenomenal. And, you know, it's like you said, there's a lot of people out there that are, are challenged right now. They need, they need, jobs they need they want to work they're talented and i think the content you've just shared with them is going to help people get not just any job but the right job or one that they're going to be happy in for the future that's right so yeah i just wanted to say appreciate your time today and thanks for sharing your your wisdom and your experience it's really useful i know you said um people can connect with you on uh, linkedin you've also got the website insightsalesexpert.com uh and yeah so just Stay in touch on oh, the book. It happened on the sales. Well, welcome to the to the to the team, buddy. Welcome to the the crew. Exactly. Now that looks good. Author. 
And you've got a nice handsome photo on the back. Exactly. A lot of touching up had to be done there. That's for sure. Anyway, yeah. Well, thank you. I look like a a round version of myself. (laughs) I wish I'd gone back. But no, this was really interesting. KG, super appreciate your time. And uh, to everyone listening, good luck on the job hunt. And hopefully these tips uh, help you in the future. You know what I think, Ron? I think that was a sales call. Good job, buddy. So you're going to buy a subscription? No, I already get the times. Bye-bye.